The Fantasy Six-Pack Hour With your hosts Joe Bob Ah, you're awful And A.J. Applegar It's Sin Shu Chu It's a mouthful All right, all right. Welcome to the Fantasy Six Pack Hour. My name is Joe Bond, founder of FantasySixPack.net. With me, as usual, Mr. AJ Abagarth, clean shaven. What's up, man? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do that um, every now and then. You just you just get crazy. I am. <laughs> never know. You never know what you can get. <laughs> all right. So tonight, man, we're going to be talking about some. Early season regression candidates, and we're talking both positive and negative regression candidates. Uh, we'll get into a little bit more so what stats we looked at to kind of pick our pick our guys here, but um, that's what we'll be getting into, and then closing out with some some news and injuries and things like that. But uh, before we get into everything, just want to remind you all to please hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, the ratings whatever it is wherever you watch and listen uh you know it helps us out a lot to if you guys do that so so please hit that button and uh you know what if you do it like you you get notified when we have new shows come up and uh we got we have a bunch of them in fact we just had a a new show today Uh, it's gonna usually be on wednesdays but uh (laughs) very first show the guy had uh cable got knocked out the night before like two hours before he's gonna go live and uh but everyday fantasy football with uh, adam stark um, he, uh, he did it today around five thirty. So go ahead and check that one out. Um, it, from what I hear, I haven't been able to listen to it yet. Cause I my daughter's softball game, but from what I hear is a pretty good show. So, uh, definitely, definitely get that one, uh, queued up and, and ready to go. But, uh, without further ado, let's do our beer of the week. Mm, beer. All right. What you got, AJ? I am drinking a Trogues Independent Brewing Lollihop. Um, it is a 8.2 percenter. Um, I want to say it is unsheathed here. Uh, it's got Mosaic, Citra, and Azaka hops. Uh, dry hopped. And it is a double IPA. So, yummy. All right. I am drinking a Triple Crossing from Richmond, Virginia. Uh, it's called The Summoning. It's a double IPA, 8%er. I don't know what it's got in it. Like, usually, you know, these companies, they put down, like, what type of hops is in it. But this one does not. So, uh, I didn't pay attention when I checked it in. But, you know what? Honestly, it wasn't my favorite. I only gave it a 3.5. I could have probably gone lower on Untapped. Uh, it just, I don't know. There was just something about it. Like, is it's just a little too dry. At the same time, like it, I don't know, it just I just wasn't a fan of it. I mean, it's okay. I'll obviously I'll drink it, but it's uh probably not anything I'm really gonna go after again and later. So, all right. But that being said, let's uh let's jump into things here, man. So, um yeah, so our early season regression candidates. Obviously, you know we're a little over a month into the season, um so. It's kind of an interesting discussion. We've done this before where we where what we do is we, we look at like expected stats versus the actual. So 
uh, XERA, right, versus ERA, right? So you look at guys who are better than they're expected or worse than they're expected and kind of figure out why type of thing. Just finding some of these interesting guys. Same thing with FIP. Um, for the batters, you can look at stuff like batting average and WOBA. And, you know, you've got expected and actual for almost anything like that. But, uh, you know, we chose batting average and WOBA. This is like two easy ones to, to pinpoint. And so we, we picked a handful of guys each way uh, that – if you're just looking at the stats, you think, oh, well, they're due for regression either positively or negatively. But we're going to take these guys that, that kind of stand out and are, in our opinions, kind of interesting players and, you know, see what what we think will actually happen. You know, give our opinions as to, you know, kind of dig a little deeper into to these guys and, and see what we really think. And so, AJ, I think you're going to kind of lead the discussion here. And uh, yeah. what you have at it, man. All right. All right. Well, we'll start off here with the uh, with the positive regression. And, and we'll go hitters first, then pitchers. Um, so a couple of guys that we have listed here, uh, I, I do have on a couple of teams. And I've been very disappointed in them. So the start positive regression is... <laughs> Is is nice to see. Uh, I still don't know if I'm buying in 100, percent but let's just let's just get into it with the first guy here, and that's Mr. Whit Merrifield. Um, currently has a uh, an average of uh, 161. Um, his expected is at, at 266, so he's jumping up 100 points in average here. Um, and, and Woba's even better than that. Uh, he's at 188, and he's jumping all the way up to 312. So what are your thoughts on Merrifield, and are you panicking? Are you holding? I, at this point, you've got to hold him. Uh, I mean, you spent pretty good draft capital on, on him. You know, look, we said this in our in our draft shows, right? You go after a guy like Merrifield, you're not buying him for the power, right? You're buying him for the speed and the good average and the good run total. And, you know, he's a good base hitter, right? <laughs> well, unfortunately, you're not getting the good base hitter. He's got four steals. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You'll, you'll take that right now. That's not horrible. Um, considering he's got a one, uh, a 161 batting average. So, so that's, I guess, not too I think bad. he's stolen every time he's been on base. It feels like it, right? Uh, Basically. So, I mean, the, some of the things that, that kind of, you know, call out to me when I'm looking at some other stats, right, is like, you know, he's walking at the same clip, right? Five, 5.6%, right? That's about the same. Uh, he's striking out around the same as last year. You know, his, his, uh, his, his, contact though his contact uh is not is where is not where it was so the last couple of seasons when he's batted are right around 300 or like 292 and then 263 last year right his he's never been a hard contact hitter he's like bubbling you know hovering around 23 25 percent but his medium contact rate was right around 63 61 this year it's all the way down to 49 and a half to where his soft contact rate is down to 21.2 so that is is troubling now could that be part of the dead ball you know we we don't know right and maybe you know some of this this early season um weather is causing things too but 
you, you do have to worry about that a little bit. Um, but again, I mean, I just uh, unless you got lucky and and picked up, you know, another second base, you know, later in your draft, and and you can maybe trade him and get something. Maybe somebody wants to buy him for. I, I just don't know what you're gonna get for him at this point. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think you're gonna get much unless you just have you know, an absolute believer um, or someone. Yeah, I mean, it is a super buy low opportunity. Like if you think yeah. he could bounce back and I do think he will bounce back at to some level. Uh, but I mean, we saw a little bit of him starting to decline a little bit last year, right? I mean, yeah, the, the stolen bases 40 was phenomenal. You're loving that, but his oh, yeah. batting average last year was only 277, you know, that like a third year in a row of dropping. So we've seen it. Now you don't expect another 100 points from one season to the next. So I do expect that to come up. And I mean, another thing to kind of, you know, judge it by is right, his bad bips all the way down at 173. That's just super unlucky. But yeah. I mean, that kind of plays into the fact that his soft contact percentage is way up. So, you know, if, if he's not making better contact with the ball then maybe maybe things won't go up but i just i cannot see him not getting better to to some degree like you know will he finish with a 275 average maybe not maybe he finishes with 250 but if he finishes with 250 think about how good he needs to be the rest of the year <laughs> That's what you're buying. That's what you got to remember. Yeah. And I, mean, I think if, that is definitely in the realm of possibilities for him. If he's jumping up 80 to 100 points in average, all of the other counting stats are going to be coming with that. And that's yeah. that's what you're looking for the most with your fantasy teams. So yeah, that's going to pay off uh, eventually. Again, I've been overly disappointed in him, uh, as I'm sure everybody is that yeah, everybody owns him. Has- but I, I can't, I can't cut him yet. I like put this into I've debated on it. Out of all the qualified hitters, so the out of all the qualified hitters that I pulled from Fangraphs, the I think it auto ranks it by WAR. He was last. That's <laughs> <laughs> not surprising. That's not, not good. So yeah. I mean, just looking at his his projections for this year too. I mean. Nowhere near this at all. Um, It's it's just astounding. I mean, he's got uh, potentially eight times as many runs should be coming. uh, You know, in a hundred more games or so. Um, I, I just I can't see him staying this bad for too much longer. Um. You know, and, no, and again, I mean, you have the steals, that the, so it doesn't that, help that the Royals nice. are clearly one of the worst teams in the league. I mean, yeah, you know, they only have 91 total runs scored. I mean, he's not helping that, but I mean, there's just not a lot there. You know, we talked about Sal Perez a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he he's struggling to make contact with the ball, and like, you know, the, yeah, they lost no, Mondesi again. No, they lost Who Mondesi again. Uh, Bobby Witt's not. You know, he's. A rookie trying to figure it out. So, mm-hmm. you know, th- this is a rebuilding team, and it clearly shows. So Yeah. So moving on to the next guy we got here, and that is Mr. Max Muncy, uh, all-around utility guy. Uh, 
not not really looking that much better than than Merrifield here. No, um, definitely bottom of the list. Aside from his walk percentage, is way much you know way up compared to to him. Um, but his, his K rate's higher. Um, you know his BABIP very low at one forty five. Um, average and expected, you're looking at at basically seventy eight hundreds. Sorry, thousands. No, whatever. <laughs> seventy eight points. <laughs> I don't know decimals anymore. Uh, what are you uh, What are you thinking about with Muncie here? So, man, it, this one hurts me to say, but because I was a big believer of his coming into the season, uh, I thought I was able to give him at a pretty pretty good value in drafts, or at least I thought a lot of people were afraid of this UCL injury that he he suffered at the end of last season, and. You know, he, he opted not to go get surgery and just kind of play through it, right? Um, all signs coming into the season were that he was fine. That's what it was. And that he was going to be able to hit DH a lot, that type of thing. Um, but it just came out recently that he's he's definitely not 100% back and that he's still feeling it. And so that's where I'm like, oh, boy. Um the walk rate is phenomenal. So like, I, I fortunately do have him in a lot of OBP leagues. So nice. Uh, yeah, that's, that's helping me out. But Thank other than you. that, man, he's, he's been a huge drain. You know, you yeah. expect more from more than three home runs out of a guy who's hit over 30. Well, 35 or more three times out of the last four seasons. And of course the one time he didn't do it was the shortened COVID season. Right. Uh so it's, you know, and, and I guess if you extrapolate that season out, he was probably on pace for this about the same. So you expect a lot more out of this guy, um, you know, and, and and you can tell, like, you can see it, right? We talked about contact, uh, hard contact with with Merrifield, right? His con- His hard contact is down 10 percentage points from last season. His medium rate's up. So at least it's not going to soft contact, but it's it's obviously affecting his his bat. Um, you know he's not striking out. He doesn't strike out a lot, so that's okay. Uh, but I mean, it's you're either wait and see approach with him, or honestly, I mean, if there's somebody else out there, you're kind of in a shallow league. You might be able to dump him, especially if you're in a batting average league, because he I just. I'm not really sure when it's going to get much better for him if he's still dealing with an injury. Yeah, and, you know, obviously we can't really predict injuries. I mean, aside from me, apparently. But um, Muncie's an interesting case. Uh, You know, I figured he would have a pretty good bounce back this year. I didn't necessarily expect it right away, but you're, you're just not getting anything right now. Um, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, bounce back. So uh, just to clarify there, you didn't mean bounce back from last season because he was phenomenal last season. You meant bounce back oh, from the injury. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. From, okay. Exactly, yeah, from the injury. Um, and, and get, you know, even if he was at 80% of last year, based on where you could get him in the draft, I, I mean, I, I would think I would take that um, most times. So, 
it's just uh it's disappointing to see with Muncie. I mean the the power's been awesome. He's been just so consistent and um you're just not getting it this year. So yeah. no, unfortunately not. Yeah. So the last guy we got here is Mr. Old Man River Nelson Cruz. Um another guy, he's the other one that I that I have uh, on rosters and <laughs> I actually did cut him in, in one of my leagues. I just, I, I couldn't deal with it anymore. I'm just tired of it. Um, he's only going to sit near utility spot. So he's not helping you there unless mm-hmm. there's some random league where he has outfield eligibility, which I However, don't think there that is. Might change the, the uh, eligibility. Outfield. So, spoiler alert, and probably everybody knows about this now, but Harper has a slight UCL tear in his elbow. And he cannot play the outfield. Harper so plays going... for the Phillies. Oh, why am I thinking? Spoiler! Oh, spoiler alert! God, Never mind. Right. <laughs> I just pretend see, that didn't happen, everybody. I just see that news though. I was like, yeah. anyway, yeah. So, well, just kidding. Wrong team. Yes. Yes. Uh, live live shows, everybody. Live. <laughs> Cruz, I mean, he's he's right there with uh, with Maxi, you know, seventy seven points off, um, yep. or, or what his expected is to where he is now. Uh, if if he can bounce back to two fifty, okay, you know, I yep. I might be back in on him. Um, you know that you're gonna get power from him eventually, and. and Again, with all of these guys that, you know, at least these last two, Merrifield, we already said, not really in it for the power, but these two, you were drafting them for power. And mm-hmm. this average, where they are now, you you can't get it. So something's got to give here and, and see what's going on. Um, but yeah, I, I like I said, Cruz, I'm, I'm off right now and I'm okay with that. I, so. I definitely – this was the first year I've ever decided, okay, I'm going to take my chances on Cruz. He was actually falling in drafts pretty far. And, I mean, it's because of the utility only. But I was like, you know what? At some point, he's value. He's got to hit yeah. what? You expect 30 bombs from him. You know, you can get him in double-digit rounds. Fine. I'll, I'll, I'll throw him in a utility spot, especially I was in a couple leagues that have, you know, dual utility spots. Um, yeah. but yeah, he, he's absolutely killing you right now. And of course, as soon as I drop him, he's hit two home runs in the last like five games. So yeah, naturally, yeah. uh, but I was thinking the same thing. I was like, you son of a bitch. It's weird though. Like you, you look at it and you know, you look at his profile, right? I mean, he's actually, he's walking the same K rates mm-hmm. a little bit lower. Babbitt is just atrocious. 183. Um, his, his hard soft to medium contact rates are, relatively the same. I mean, the hard contact rate's a little bit lower, uh, which kind of plays in with, like, his average exit velocity of only, like, 89 as opposed to, like, 92, almost 93 last year. So so that's a difference. The biggest difference for him is he's not getting any launch angle, right? So his launch angle is usually around 10 or or, or better. Um, it's at 6.2. So he's not getting any lift on the ball right now. And, and you can tell um, that's really concerning. And, and like his barrel rates way down, you know, probably, you know, about four, four and a half points. So he needs to, you know, he needs to correct something with, 
you know, quality contact. Um, and, you know, if, if I could extrapolate the last few games where he's hit a couple home runs, I would bet we've seen that. Um, but, I mean, you look at his, like, his baseball savant page, right, uh, his stat cast page. I mean, it's a lot of red and light red still. So I think there's a little bit of hope that he could bounce back. Um, but I, I'm, I'm kind of with you, man. I, I want to see it over a longer period of time before I'm willing to buy back into it. But, I mean, maybe with the weather getting warmer now, finally, maybe that's when things are going to really start clicking for him. And, you know, the dead ball could have just been absolutely destroying his value is what, it, is what it's looking like. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. So let's go ahead and uh, jump in with some pitching positive regression here. Um, first guy, Max Muncy teammate, Mr. Walker Bueller. I mean, Bueller was a guy that you were spending high capital on draft wise. And you just, you know, you're not really seeing it. Um, I mean, he's four and one. Okay, great. Six starts. You know, he's only got just over two walks per nine. Um, not really giving up home runs. I I swapped these lists. My bad. I was thinking that. I was like, that's um, my idiot self. hmm. I swapped these lists. So interesting. I was like, wait a minute, that doesn't sound right. I swapped the list in the notes. That's me. That's me. That's that's me trying to do this. Why are you making me look like an idiot? That's I can me do that to, on my that's, own. That's me trying to make the notes 10 minutes before I leave for my daughter's softball practice. Uh, yes, so, yeah, yes. I accidentally right. swapped the list. So, new person. <laughs> Starting off with Frankie Montas. We'll, we'll get back uh, to Bueller later. <laughs> we will get back to his stellar season um, and his soon-to-be negative regression. Uh, right. Yes. Commercial break is fun. Frankie Montas. <laughs> <laughs> Oakland ace ventura um i mean he's he's hovering around four with his era and is expected as just under three i mean he's his home run to fly ball eh, i mean it's not terrible i guess 13 percent. but i just i i don't know what to do with montas yeah he's, he's a weird case so i mean he you know, you think he should be better. I mean, I think a lot, some of it is quite possibly the the really bad defense behind him. Yeah. Uh, I kind of think that plays a lot into it. Um, you know, because, yeah, you look at his home runs per nine, not just percentage, right? It's 1.05. That's pretty damn good. Um, bad bips at 241. That's really good, right? So that kind of plays in line. With you, you he is a better expected pitcher than what he you're getting from him currently. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not a huge strikeout guy, but he's not going to kill you there. He's right under nine, um, you know. And in a wins loss league, like probably not going to get you a whole ton of wins on that team. Although Oakland has kind of gone on a little, bit of a, a little bit. Yeah, I mean they're always Oakland, right? They're going to figure some things out randomly somehow. Yeah. Um, you know, do I think he's as good as his, as his expected 2.96 ERA? Absolutely not. Um, I think you probably see him hovering at best around three and a half the rest of the year. Um, he's going to have some blow up games. He's he's gonna he's gonna have some really really good games too. I mean, he does play in a tough division with 
the Angels, if they can stay healthy, obviously Houston. Um, and if Texas can figure out their offense with their, their big signings, then that could be another dangerous team. But uh, Oakland, it's just not a good team. So I really do think the, the offense is hurting him. I mean, look, his left on base percentage is only a 68%. It's pretty low. Yeah. Uh, I feel like uh, I don't know what league average is, but that feels kind of low. Um, although I've seen, we will see lower here in a second. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's just, it's just one of those. Like, I think he's, I think he's fine. Um, I'm not, I'm not expecting him to get much better, but uh, it does, does kind of show that, you know, you, you do have to keep in mind when you draft these pitchers on teams that, don't have a very good defense what you're getting into and what the risk is and we're gonna get into that with the next guy here yep the next guy is mr eduardo rodriguez for detroit coming in with a stellar 0-2 record in six games six starts um k rate is just about the same you know eight eight three quarters per nine uh his walk rate ugh, ugly uh, three uh, homers are a little higher. I mean, they, they've got a lot of consistent stats here, except his left on base is only 44 and a half percent. Out out of all the qualified pitchers, he has by far the lowest. Yeah. The next big guy is Patrick Corbin with 59%. I mean, <laughs> crazy the difference of the left all base percentage that he, that is going on right now. Yeah. I mean, and he's sitting at, at a four and a half ERA. Okay. Yeah. That's not great, but three, eight is expected. Still not great. Still not great, but Hey, but it's take almost a full percentage point, a full yeah, point down for what you're getting. And again, it's another team has potential to, to surprise some people and come in and, and, steal some some games steal some series um just like oakland does but i mean i don't what, do you have any shares with rodriguez or i you, do um right? I, I do i kind of thought that last year was probably about the worst we were ever going to see from him and i mean i think I'm kind of right so far, but not by much yet. <laughs> we're we're getting there, right? I mean, I, I'm kind of surprised that the strikeout rate's as low as it is. Uh, that's like the it's the lowest of his career outside of his first two seasons with Boston. Um, you're never expecting a great walk rate with him, so that's mm-hmm. something you always kind of have to roll the dice on with him. That's gonna keep that's gonna keep his whip roughly around at the end of the season, probably 1.25 or so right now it's at 1.16. That actually plays a lot as to why his expected ERA is probably lower is because he's not allowing a lot of base runners, you know, with walks as much as he usually does. Um, But they're all scoring on him. (laughs) Like, okay. Uh, Yeah. I mean, and his ground ball percentage is, fairly low so uh, yeah you know, so he's uh, allowing a lot of fly balls right now which is uh, yeah. uh unusual for him so yeah i mean usually his his ground ball rate is around the last two seasons was 48 and 43 his fly ball percentage was 32 and 34 
reverse those this year. And so you're yeah. seeing a different a different pitcher this year than we saw the last two seasons. Um, you know, again, this is another team where the defense behind him isn't stellar. Uh, it's definitely not as bad as Oakland, uh, but it's it's not great. You know, kind of middle of the road. They have allowed you know 16 errors already. Uh, fielding percentages, um, actually, fielding percentage isn't bad. But it's kind of middle of the road still. But um, it, he he also had you got to remember too. Like if you look at his game log, um, he started out Houston, L.A. at Minnesota. Minnesota's offense isn't terrible. New or no, sorry, he started out Chicago, Boston, New York, then at Minnesota and had a pretty good game, uh, but not great. But then came back. Dodgers and then Houston. So he's had a rough, rough start to the season. Although he yeah. did really, really good against Houston. I mean, six and two thirds, only allowed one earned run, and it was a solo shot. Struck out eight, walked three. I mean, there you go. That's what you're going to get from him. But um, I mean, he has had a pretty rough start to his 2022 as far as opponents faced. I mean, those are some stellar offenses. Yeah, it's um, just I like mean, really, guys, come on. Uh, yeah, so can I we mean, skip a game? Am, can we get I a damn imagine, rain out? So I can, I mean, when's he gonna get? <laughs> yeah, when's he gonna get the, the Kansas next... Cities right? When's he gonna get? You know, the, the Orioles right? Although they're starting to heat up slightly. Um, yeah. Yeah, but when's he gonna get these like bottom feeder offenses? That's when I think we're really gonna see you know Rodriguez shine. Look, were you buying him to be a you know anchor of your rotation? Absolutely. Totally. But you know it's. You know, I took him as probably my fifth, sixth pitcher in most leagues. I think he's still kind of giving you that value, and I think there's still room for him to improve. Yeah, I mean, my my team is you know the alphabet of Rodriguez's. You got a Rod, you got you got E Rod, um, probably an <laughs> F Rod somewhere in there. Yeah, I mean, it's I, I I definitely see him being better than this. Um, that's just a, a murder start. Uh, so once everything is settled back in and you get some of these uh, cupcake offenses, I guess I think he's gonna he's gonna definitely see some some good regression here. So the last guy we got um, keeping it in the division here and pitched tonight as well, Mister Dylan Cease. Um, I, I have him in a couple of leagues as well. Uh, been pretty damn happy with him so far, um, but he's supposed to be even better. Yeah, uh, not so much tonight. Um, well, tonight was a mixed bag. Which is- tonight was was yeah. You, you you take what you can and give what you can. Also, uh, <laughs> not not a good game tonight in some aspects, but pretty damn good in others. So. You know, and Cease is still young. I mean, this is what his second, third season, I think. Yeah, he's uh, he's not is, even. Uh, this is his. Third, this is his fourth or, season, but like. Or yeah, I'm sorry. I'm looking at his service yeah, time is just over two, which yeah. means absolutely nothing. Yeah. Um, aside from options. So, he, you know, Cease is a guy that I had in a dynasty league too, and was super pumped to just have him sitting in my, my minor league system. 
Um, and he's he's paid off for the most part. Uh, last year, you know, up over twelve k per nine. Yeah, um, absolutely great. You know, close to four walks. Yeah, still young. He's got you know he's got some stuff to figure out. Um, Babip was was actually pretty high, just over three hundred. Um, and so, it's lower this year. So yeah, yeah, he's sitting at two sixty seven this year. Um, left on base has been pretty consistent. Ground ball is pretty consistent, although it is uh, up this year uh, compared to last. So, I mean, so, what, did, what did did you expect? What we got tonight going against the Yankees? <laughs> so it was kind of funny. I actually did not realize he was starting tonight when I put him on the notes uh, just so happened he started and my talking point with him was the fact that okay yes his expected is supposed to be better but get a little realistic I don't think you're going to get much better than a 2.38 from this guy um, if anything I think we're going to kind of see the opposite yeah. um, so and the reason for that was he was only allowing 0.26 home runs per nine before tonight <laughs> tonight happened and you look at it and you're like oh man he only went three innings why oh he allowed five runs but damn he struck out eight how did he let five runs two home runs both of G- Giancarlo Stanton I mean so there you go the, the home runs bit him tonight so we're gonna see that number climb um big time <laughs> yeah so you know again I, I like I'm not selling him i'm not necessarily like buying in on him because i think you're not gonna i still don't think you're gonna get seized for at a discount at all um you'd have to go you'd have to want seize and pay for him drastically at this point uh but i mean look he's a very good pitcher you're gonna have great outings but i would expect the home run numbers to climb for him and therefore the era will probably not improve much more if anything it'll probably get slightly worse than 2.38 so yeah the expected at this, in at this you know at this point in the game i think is kind of a number that then this is why we do this exercise right you look at the expected numbers and you're going oh you should have a 1.77 it should be much better i'm gonna buy him well look at why and you have to look at things like home run rate, things like that. And you have to realize that like his walk rate is still pretty high. So like he's letting guys on base, but his home runs haven't bit him in the ass yet. So that's going to catch up to him. Yeah. And so therefore his ERA is going to go up. Um, and, and you can see that right with his FIP, right? His FIP is 1.98 and FIP, right? You know, normal FIP, uh, so you know, is is low because he's not allowing the home runs. But then XFIP right says, oh, some of these, you know, you expect more home runs from my guy. Well, his XFIP is two point eight, so it's higher. So he's like a different, which whichever uh, metric you're looking at, right? He's different. So expected got better, but FIP got worse when you go to the expected, and so that's a telltale sign to me that there's probably actually some negative regression coming from him, despite the expected ERA saying that he should be better. 
but he's yeah. still a good pitcher. I'm not panicking at all, you know, thinking that, oh, if he, you know, starts allowing double or triple the home runs like we, you know, w- that we've normally gotten from him, that he's just going to get shelled and I don't want him anymore. Not not the case because he's still going to give you elite strikeout numbers and that is super valuable. Yeah, 11Ks tonight. So I will uh, I will take that. That's the only thing that's saving me with points from him. Was in it 11? The, the I one thought it was only eight. Now he's got 11. He pitched another inning. Oh, I did not notice that. Yes, he's out. He's out of the game now. Um, AJ is right for once. For for some reason, I for some reason I thought the box score that I looked at said that he uh, he had he had eight he had eight after three innings. Okay, and then I think he he must have. Oh yeah, so he went. Oh, so we actually allowed six. Six oh yeah, runs. yeah. He gave up more runs. <laughs> Another and, run. Uh, I it, actually, I think it was only t- uh, two when we were looking at it. Yeah, because he had given up. No, it was five. It was definitely so it, five when I. It was after the third then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he gave up another one. Somehow managed to get three more strikeouts. <laughs> um, yeah, not 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 good. So. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, let's switch gears here and uh, and talk some negative regression with some hitters. Um, I mean, it's the three guys that that we have here aren't necessarily huge names for fantasy, but they're definitely waiver, you know, fodder. Um, at least two of them are. Uh, you know, Crawford, I feel like has probably a higher ownership, um, rosters, you know, throughout, but we'll start. Well, yeah, let's just start with him. I'll go backwards, I guess. Um, (laughs) he is sitting at a 333 average. Um, if the Phillies thought that he was going to be a 333 hitter, or even as expected, is still over three at three oh seven. I don't think they would have ever gotten rid of him. Um, I just I do not see this from him. Uh, it's it's just strange to me. No, and, and you're totally right. Um, I, I I see almost zero chance that this keeps up. I mean, like his average exit velocity, his hard hit percentage rate. Um, barrel percentage all in the bottom quarter of the of the league um mm-hmm. so i i just there's no way i mean look he's already got four home runs on the season his most ever is nine um i mean he last hit year seven, <laughs> he hit seven for seattle in 2019 and only 93 at bats or 93 games so i guess maybe that yeah, it could have been a better season, but I yeah. mean, look, I'm just not really seeing a whole lot of difference here. I mean, he is making slightly better contact. You know, he's up at 30% hard, hard hit rate. Um, but I mean, I just, I don't really think this is sustainable for him as you're kind of saying, uh, it, it's just I mean, not his, it's 60, just not, it's just 60 it's just points over last year's average. It's just not his player and, profile. And then period. last year's average was basically 60 over his first two seasons. Granted, they were not a lot of games. But, uh, you know, last year he played played 160. Yeah. 
So he had a good year last year. Um, overall, it, it was, you know, not a lot of power, plenty of runs, you know, uh, decent RBIs, you know, stats you can live with in, in, in Roto and, and, uh, you know, cats leagues, but you're, you still need other guys and you're not, you're not getting, you're not spending a lot of capital on him. If you even drafted him. Um, most of the time I've ever seen him has been waiver and then he'll get streaky and he'll, he'll go on a little bit yes. of a run and then I'll roster him. And then once he starts tanking again, he's gone. Um, mm-hmm. The big thing here is his Babbitt to me is sitting at 360. Um, that's got to come down. I, yeah. I can't imagine that being sustainable for him. Um, his K rate is down. Uh, so that's helpful, but you know, I, I but just, I mean, he I, wasn't striking out a lot anyway. I mean, it was 16%. No, now it's down to 13%. Yeah. His walk rate is just a up. few points. So uh, it's, it's not, not a lot, but yeah, I mean, you, yeah, you're just, you're just seeing, I mean, look, maybe he's just kind of clicking right now and it's just, it's just working. I'm, I'm just not really seeing anything that's being like, Oh, he's a, di- he's a different player. Like he figured something else out. Like he, you know, he, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like, and, and look, I'll be honest. Like I'm not one to like watch at all the at bats and see if he like changes approach or anything like that. So like, look, if maybe that's the deal, then go ahead and hit me up on Twitter and let me know. But everything I'm seeing on fan graphs, that cast, that kind of stuff just kind of tells me like, we're just going to see him kind of fall back to where he was before. I mean, look, I'm, the hard hit percentage rate is fine. Like if he can keep that up, but you know, here's the thing. So like his hard hit percentage went back up to 30, which is the highest of his career. The next highest before that was 29 and then 28. But in those years, right. His, his soft percentage was like low twenties. Now it's in the upper twenties. So like he's basically like soft and hard rate, right? It's just, <laughs> really? I don't know. It's, it's kind of weird. That's like, impressive. Is, yeah. <laughs> There you go, JP. That's what she said. Um, <laughs> We're all cheering for you. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. It, 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 again, it's just one of those like, I. He's not. He's not somebody. I'm really like. Oh man, you know he's gonna be awesome. And yeah. 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 So next one we got is a guy that I had. Uh, I'd plucked off waivers. It was kind of surprised he was still sitting there. And then I looked at it and kind of thought about it. It was like, hmm, nope, I got it. And he's already off my team again. Uh, that's Mr. Uh, Jesus Aguilar. Look, I mean, he's got a, a pretty anemic offense around him. He's kind of the main guy, I feel like, in Miami. Mm. But... Well, yeah, that's true. Chisholm has actually like proved me wrong big time. I thought, yeah, but he's not he's not playing every game. He's still getting platooned a little bit. Um, at least he was a couple weeks ago. So, either way, he's definitely he's the the guy to own. Um, but you know, Aguilar's thirty one. Okay, still still in his prime, you would think. Um, 
I don't know. I just I just don't know what to make of him. Babip yeah. isn't crazy. Um yeah, so so with Aguilar, right? So people people kind of liked him this year because, you know, after those first, you know, few first basemen, it was sort of like, eh, I'll just wait at this point and maybe, you know, I can pick up somebody like Aguilar late, especially in like a corner infield spot. Look, last year, 22 home runs, 93 RBI. That's fine. 261 average. You're loving that, right? As a corner yeah. infielder, you're loving that. Somebody who can get dirt cheap in drafts. This year, man, things just have not started off great for him. He got a little bit hot there for, for a couple of games. Like you said, you picked him up. Uh, yeah. But overall, you know, despite uh, despite kind of a, what what started, like, him getting a, a little bit hot there, in reality, like, I just don't see it continuing. Um, so... It just he he strike. I mean, he doesn't strike out a lot. Although he is striking out more than he has the last couple of seasons, he's walking a little more. But yeah, I mean, the offense isn't there. He's actually hitting less fly balls this year than he ever has. So, look, maybe that's something to kind of take a hold of and be like, oh, well, maybe maybe he'll turn things around. Um, but in, in reality, like his average is two sixty seven. His expected is two twenty six. We might actually start getting closer to that 226 faster than we, you know, want right now. Um, yeah. Especially considering his BABIP is actually 329. You yeah. don't usually see somebody who's got a BABIP of 329 and their expected batting average is like dropping. Uh, <laughs> so I mean, he's just not making good contact. His his medium contact rate is up. His hard hit contact contact rate is down. Um, you know, barrels are down. The, the launch angle is up, but that isn't necessarily a good thing because it was already pretty high to begin with. It was 16 and 19% the last two years. So now it's up to 23. That's that's a really bad launch angle. You don't yeah, want that. Not, um, you, you not leaving. That's, <laughs> Sparks that's going a little that's going a little too high up. I mean, that's too many yeah. fly balls. And especially with this, you know, this dead ball, you start hitting it that, that high up in the air. I was listening to some some show on Sirius XM, I forget which one it was, and they were talking about how it's almost like there's little parachutes flying out of the ball when it starts getting too high up and it's like starts dropping. And I started laughing. I was like, eh, that's pretty funny. It's like but, you're playing every game in Tampa Bay. Yeah. So and hitting the catwalk. Yeah. So he's he's gotta change his approach and, and stop trying to hit every single ball up in the air if he's going to um or well, so that's weird. His 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 launch angle is really high, yet his his fly ball rate is down. So yeah. it's like that almost doesn't make any sense. Uh, so yeah, I, I don't. I really am off of Aguilar right now, and a lot of people are. I mean, his, his roster percentage is thirty six percent. Crawford's was level like eighty four. So I mean, people yeah. are you know just kind of taking what they get from Crawford. And I'm, I'm guessing once he slows down, people start cutting him like they usually do. Yep. All right. So the last guy we got here is Mr. Uh, Andrew Benintendi. Um, again, another Kansas city Royal kind of weak offense. Um, yeah, Benintendi. Phenomenal. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, he's like, 
we haven't seen this from him in in years and it's it's scary because i don't think we're gonna continue to see this from him um i I just i don't feel like we can he's been a continual waiver guy for the past like four years in my leagues at least and do you want me to give you my 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 take on this despite a 314 batting average he should still be a waiver guy yeah think about this guys one home run zero steals 12 RBI and nine runs. Outside I mean, of batting average, he's literally giving you nothing. Yeah. Nothing. He, he hasn't run in four years. Is he, five has years. he even been caught stealing? I'm wondering uh, if he's even attempted. No, he hasn't no, even been even caught, so he's one. not even trying. I mean, last year he stole eight and got caught nine, so apparently the Royals were just like, you could stop now. Yeah. <laughs> like, and right every, so. other, every other I mean, one. This, like, I keep, I keep talking about contact, like uh, the, the quality of the contact, right? His medium percentage contact rate, 75%. His hard hit percentage is 18. That's half of what it was last year. And last year he had 17 home runs, which was pretty good for him. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I... I'm out, dude. If somebody wants to buy the 314 batting average, give them Benatendi. Yeah. I don't want him on my team. He literally is basically a a negative player in the other categories. Mm -hmm. It's going to hurt you more to start him than it will to just leave him on the waivers. I mean, and look, I get it. Batting average is at an all time low. Uh, Totally aware of that. And we talked about it last week, right? But how like but if his expected is two fifty one <laughs> League average is two thirty four and then yeah, like think about this. His expected is two fifty one. So like he's he'll be above average. League average slightly above average, but <laughs> killing it, man. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like sell that three fourteen batting average <laughs> now. Somebody desperate for batting average who drafted, you know, Trevor Story, Max Muncie expected way better are getting destroyed, yeah. right? My hands up, but I'm still not buying Ben Attendee from you. Uh, I, I just, I hate having these like one category guys, which is why I don't usually go after like those steals guys, right? Um, I did in a couple leagues this year. I bought Miles Straw in like a couple leagues. Um, in drafts because it kind of just fit my mold. I thought I had enough talent around it to be able to deal with a straw giving me negative categories, negative value in, you know, RBI, home runs, things like that. Um, I have turned out to be wrong because offense is at an all-time low, so nothing I expected is happening. Um, But that being said, yeah, I mean, long story I, short, I, Ben Attendi, you need to figure out. You, I'm yeah. not gonna just drop him for nothing at this point because the batting average, like I said, is probably yeah, it's, ball it's gonna help. Um, but for that one category, um, uh, he's but just if somebody, not. If somebody wants to, if somebody wants to trade, I'm I'm all for it. Yeah, I mean, he's just not the guy that he was in his you know 17, 18, 19 seasons. Uh, you know, he peaked too early. I feel like um, 
he just hasn't been able to get back to that. You know, he's he's in his 27th season here, and, you know, a lot of players you see really kind of hitting into their stride around now um, or, or maintaining it from, mm-hmm. you know, a little bit of an earlier start. I just think with Benintendi, you're – you're not getting it anymore. You're, he he gave you what he was going to, and that's in the past. You're, you're not seeing it again. So, all right, moving into the pictures here of negative regression. For, for um, real this time. <laughs> yeah, totally threw you off beforehand. Um, let's go ahead and talk again about Mr. Walker Bueller. Dude's having a great season so far. Uh, 196 ERA. That's right in line with where you drafted him. Uh, he is also sitting on an extremely high 86%, uh, almost, you know, borderline 86.5% left on base. So even when he's getting hit or, or, or giving up a walk, you know, they're staying on the base. He's not letting these runs in, mm-hmm. but that's probably going to change. Um, and again, I look at that left on base. That number is way too high for a 196 ERA. It's not going to maintain that. Um, yeah, his expected sitting at 358. Still a you know a serviceable ERA. But for for what you're looking at when you drafted him, and you know, and the team that he plays on, you expect a lot of wins, which still should be there. Quality starts can still be there. Um, I don't know though. I I think it, I think if I'm looking at these stats now versus what I've gotten and what I drafted him at. I feel like I'm going to be mad in another month and a half. Uh, yeah. Pretty pissed off, actually. Well, so a couple of things, right? So you, you mentioned the left on base percentage being pretty high. Um, it was a roughly the same last year, 81%, yeah. let's say. Um, and that has a lot to do with the team behind him. I mean, stellar defense behind him. Mm-hmm. One of the best in the league. And there were you know, huge reason why the Dodgers are, are good besides just being top notch pitching, top notch hitting. They've got top notch defense. Um, the thing that really kind of calls out to me, which is kind of alarming is his strikeout percentage. His strikeout rates way down 7.85 per nine, which uh, it was just above nine last year. And the years before that, it was in the double digits. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, that that to me is sort of like whoa what you know what's going on there you know but like you know velocity's not down so that's not a thing um he's not no. the His walks are still low compared to yeah oh, so sorry I, that's K, not, K, or yeah yeah so his walks are his consistent walks are, yeah his walks with are what right he's there. done did last year and you know in years past um I, I don't know. I, it's just he's a weird he's a weird case, and this is why it, I wanted yeah. to put him on there is because look, we obviously you know 
it's hard to expect a 1.96 ERA of anybody. So maybe I, you know, of course, I probably expected to go up a little bit, right? Um, do I expect it to go up to three and a half? Maybe, probably not. Yeah. Uh, he's, I think he's got too good of a team. I think he's too good of a pitcher to do that. Um, although his ex FIP also says three and a half. So maybe yeah. I'm dead wrong on this. <laughs> Um, although his XFIP last year was three and a half and yet his ERA was still at 2.4. So, you know, take it for what you will. Um, you know, he, he does not allow in the last couple of seasons and this one included, he's not allowing the home runs to beat him. You know, he was below one last year. Right now he's below a half of a home run a game. So, <laughs> I mean, at some point, right, maybe, Again, this could be the dead ball play, you know, in play here with him. It's kind of saving his ERA a little bit, uh, but you know, I guess at some point you kind of expect the home run ball to kind of, you know, to to come back for him a little bit. Uh, you know, his home run to fly ball rate is down by half. I mean, it's pretty much right in line with ground ball to or his home run per nine rate. So, look. Clearly not doing anything with him. I'm not going to panic, you know, at, at all uh, with some sort of negative regression. But, you know, it is the the reason why I wanted to put him on this list and talk about him is that, you know, this is one of those don't you, you don't have to panic over these stats all the time. They are there for your use. They are there for a they're a tool. Um, but you got to dig into, you know, why they're the underlying stats are what they are and, you know, see, okay. I mean, nothing's really changed with him. Yeah. Maybe home runs might catch up to him a little bit, but he's still a, a top. What are we going to say? At least a top 10 pitcher, if not top five pitcher. Yeah. I mean, that's how he's getting drafted. Right. And for good reason, oh, yeah. um, the, the, like I said, early on, the biggest concern for me is those strikeouts. Those got to come back for him to to really return the value that that you uh, drafted him at. But we've seen this so far this year, right? So one of the things that I've been I've been kind of researching a little bit more as to why you know offense is down, right? And it really is that offensive numbers, runs, RBI, home runs, they're down. But it's really that home runs are down, right? players are still hitting the ball, right? They're still making yeah. contact. They're just not hitting home runs. But so, but when you're not hitting home runs, your averages drop, your runs drop, your RBI drop, that kind of stuff. And so we're not seeing these like gaudy strikeout numbers overall this year, I feel like, as we've seen in years past. And, and so that's going to be something to uh, keep an eye on. With, with some of these guys. Yeah, and, and the, the big thing here with with Bueller is the hits. I mean, he's given up 23.1% soft uh, percentage hits, and he hasn't had that number since 2018. He's been down in the you know mid, mid-teens. Uh, his medium hit rate is pretty much in line, a little bit down, actually, from last year. And his hard hit is is pretty consistent. Um, it was higher in his career, so yeah. I think Everything's he's just right there. It's it's still there, but he's just getting hit more. Um, yeah, well, and, and but we're seeing that, like I said. Yeah. So uh, you know, hit like hits allowed are down, 
but that's why we see the averages down, right? But again, strikeouts are down too. Strikeouts are down like 0.2 percent per game right now, or mm-hmm. 0.2 strikeouts per game, which that doesn't sound like a lot, but over the long haul, that's a lot. Um, now you don't, you wouldn't expect 0.2 per game to mean he's going to drop, you know, what one and a half ish per game right now yeah. per nine. That so I, I think. I think there is actually some positive regression coming back for that. Um, but I do think his ERA is, is bound to, to climb a little bit, but I'm still not like panicking out over him at all. Yeah. He's too good. <laughs> exactly. All right. So the next guy we got here is Mr. Pablo Lopez. I mean, right there with Bueller, you know, four and one, six games, 36 innings. Um, Two walks per nine, okay. You know, a quarter of a home run per nine. Um, his BABIP is pretty damn favorable at 247. His left on base is higher than Bueller's by a couple percent. Um, he's sitting at a, at a one ERA. Yeah. So, <laughs> no shocker, that's not happening. So, yeah. that, that is definitely coming back to earth at some point. Um, but look, I've always liked this guy. Um, yeah. You know, I, I never thought he was quite the pitcher he was last year where he was striking out, you know, 10 batters per nine. Um, I felt like he, he was always kind of better when he was, you know, just pitching controlled, you know, and, and just trying to, you know, maybe almost pitching to contact a little bit, kind of like in his earlier years, but, you know, he, he figured some things out, just got a little bit better. Um, and, you know, with better control, you, you know, strike out guys more type of thing. But, uh, you know, look, he's still right hovering right around nine per nine. So good there. Like, There's no chance he finishes with a one ERA. <laughs> um, you know, not happening. expected 2.71. He may not even finish with that. But uh, I, I still think I'm easily hanging on to him in, in leagues. Uh, I've, I've, I've always liked this guy. Uh, you know, I, I, was, I was offered some, some pretty good deals in, my, in a dynasty league that I'm in for Pablo Lopez. And uh, I just was like, nah, like I, I have him as a, as a top 30 dynasty pitcher right now. And I, nobody else had him at that value. And I was just like, nope. Yeah, no. I mean, I bet you I could go get a lot more for him now. <laughs> I might try because my team's in rebuild mode. But although at the same time, the dude's twenty six, so maybe I won't worry about it with him. Um, yeah, you know. I mean, you might you might want to keep him along for the rebuild. Yeah, I mean, the only thing that hurts you with him is, is you know he he's not generally a guy that that goes super deep in games. You know, five, five, seven, six, four, and then of course his last time was eight, but. Um, he was just rolling last game, you know, didn't strike out a lot of guys, but just no runs after eight innings. Uh, but you know, he doesn't get that quality start for you. in the, if you're in those leagues and, and of course, you know, he plays for Miami. So unless he's just completely dealing, it's hard for them to get a win. Like, even if he just allows like two runs, they may not win. Um, we see that a lot from him. So that's kind of yeah. a detriment to his value in fantasy. But he is a very, very good pitcher. I like him a lot. Uh, I do expect 
negative regression from him, but it's not to the point where I'm panicking. I think he's going to be a very good pitcher for you, and you probably got him dirt cheap in drafts. Yep. All right. So the last, we had three other guys here. I'm just going to kind of group them all together because looking at the numbers, it's like we have, you know, a kind of decent option that you can live with, a medium option, and then just one you don't want even <laughs> on your team. Like, I don't even know why he would be aside from random spot starts. Uh, that would be Mr. Jose Quintana. Uh, yeah. Um, the the medium guy for me would be Copec uh, here, and uh, I'm sorry, Merrill Kelly, and then Michael Copec is he's to me the most intriguing, but he has yet to have a record um, in scary. six games. That that's that is scary to me. He has yet to give up a home run, um, yes. which is also scary if you're not giving up home run how have you not won a game um you know he's got less than one era uh we were just talking about pablo at at one he's at a 0.93 and and his regression only has him going to a 287 that's still a pretty freaking phenomenal era yeah so uh, i i i'm in on that but there's just just worry with that well, one. So the biggest problem with Kopik is that he's not going deep enough in games, right? So four mm-hmm. and then, I mean, yeah, he's going deep enough to get the win, five, 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 five. But the White Soxes aren't winning it for him, right, at that point. Yeah, um, yeah he, he's going to build up. They're, they're still slow playing him, and they should. But, I mean, he's a valuable yeah. pitcher. I mean, is there is there going to be negative regression from a point nine three ERA? Absolutely. I mean, he's not he's going to eventually allow a home run or multiple. Uh, so that's there. Quintana. Yeah, he like I like I had to do a double take. I was like, what's his ERA? What? Okay. Um, yeah. 2. I, 7? Was... I mean, like, does anybody remember how bad he was? Six point four three, four point five, four point six, four, four point one. I mean, those are his last like five seasons. So the fact that he's got a 2.7 ERA, it was just like, that's got to be a misprint, right? No, it wasn't. But and yeah, I feel like he's on a f- worse team. He's on a worse team. Yeah, far worse team. I mean, we're talking about, I mean, God, I didn't even look at, uh, uh, I didn't look at the, the Cubs. Or sorry, he's Pittsburgh, right? He, he's well, Pittsburgh he's Pittsburgh now, now yeah. Yeah, what's their, he was uh, Cubs, their fielding? Then, yeah, sorry, fielding. Uh, Fielding for the Pirates is the worst in the league by fielding percentage. So, yeah. How? I mean, that doesn't make any sense. He's um, somehow managed he to be lucky. He doesn't strike out anybody. The, I mean, he's, it's not like he's even a ground ball pitcher. Um, it just something is not adding up here. Like, I'm expecting massive blow ups. You know, I look at his game log and. He faced the Cubs. They kind of stink. He faced the Nationals. They stink. He faced the Cubs again. Well, they stink. I already said that. Milwaukee. I mean, they're That's, okay. Yeah, they got they got some. Detroit pop. can be okay mm-hmm. at times. Then he then he got the Dodgers and actually pitched very well. He had yeah. four walks, but like no runs. 
fine. Okay, fine. You're going to do that every now and then. But he's had a pretty favorable schedule. Um, yeah. I mean, but be real, though. I mean, the, the NL Central is not juggernaut offenses. I mean, obviously the Cardinals are the cream of the crop of that of that, you know, that division when it comes to offense. Uh, yeah. So, you know, it, it, <laughs> it would be very interesting to see, you know, how this plays out. But I mean, look, if, if you're rolling the dice on Quintana, you are a braver man than me. Bad <laughs> I idea. Not, I am, I am not doing that. And then when it comes to <laughs> Kelly, um, you know, he's a guy who later, you know, there was just something about him, uh, this spring to me, uh, you, you, he, he really got his uh, his velocity up, uh, and he's a he's a guy who, you know, a couple a couple of years ago, and I forget which show it was that we talked about this, and I forget who the guest was, but they they mentioned that like when he had over a ninety three mile per hour fastball, right on average, his his strikeout rate was like incredible, and his ERA was you know much much better. Well, well, guess what he's doing this year? His his fastball sitting at ninety two and a half, um, so he's re- hovering right around that ninety three. Maybe it was a ninety two uh, threshold, is what it was. Um, and so you know, and he, and he's he's abandoned the slider, uh, which was not a good pitch for him. So you know he he do I think he's this good? Probably not. Um, but he's he's a very valuable pitcher that you got for literally free. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, he wasn't drafted early on in 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 draft season, and then later on, because of the the hype with spring training, uh, he was he was getting drafted. Uh, but you know, again, home runs for him are way down, so that's going to come back, and and you're seeing that with the expected ERA and and the xFIP and things like that. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like he. Yeah, we're seeing strikeout numbers up. Uh, his his walk rate's about the same. So I, I think he's a guy that, like, if you want to sell high on him, absolutely. Like, if somebody wants to give you, you know, one of these, you know, one one of these pitchers who has a better history, you know, of performing at, at high levels, and and you want to take a chance on them for somebody like Merrill Kelly, absolutely. But you know, I don't really know what you're going to get for Mer- Merrill Kelly at this point, yeah, because I still think there's that. He's just a blah pitcher, <laughs> but you yeah. know what? He's going to be valuable for you at this point. Um, and I'm, I'm hanging on to him and just reaping the benefits in my opinion. Yep. Yep. So. All right, man. Well, let's, uh, let's finish things up here and just go through this news. And, and so what I mentioned earlier, uh, so Bryce Harper has a small tear in his UCL. Um, he cannot throw apparently for multiple weeks. Like he won't throw till the middle of something. June. Yeah, so he's not going to throw until about the middle of June, and that's he's still going to need time to ramp up. So he's going to be DHing at best for the foreseeable future. Um, the impact on this is be- is greater than you think. One of the guys yeah. that I almost wrote down, but we've talked about him, it feels like every week was Aaron Nola, another one of these guys. Like his 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 ERA is crazy good, but it's expected is worse, right? Type of thing. So it was just kind of like. I'm so tired of talking. But now, right now, we're talking about players playing in the outfield. Now you're going to have two below average outfielders playing for the Phillies. We already did. 
You know, at least he, has, he hasn't played in the outfield since like what the hell did he do? I think it was the first series against the Mets. It's when he injured himself. Okay. Well, but, I mean, he so hasn't yeah, played in the in the field. Um, he's just been de-aging for weeks, and thankfully, we have a an NL DH now. Otherwise, yeah, thankfully, yeah, yeah, he wouldn't. He, he would be, be playing. Age. Yeah, but really, at that point, he, oh, maybe he oh, would have been damn. able. You know, it would have given. I didn't realize that. Yeah, it would have given so, him an an option, you know, to maybe heal a little quicker because he would have been forced to not play. Yeah. So what? They're playing so. Schwarber, which is ugh, good luck in the outfield there. Yeah. And Cassiano, Schwarber, Cassianos, and Herrera, mixed or, bag at, at yeah, center. Veerling, Herrera, oh, out of the minors. Roman Veerling, Quinn, Veerling's gone. Oh, he is back down. Okay. Back down to the minors. So. And then Quinn's probably back down. So But I mean like I like I think it's, it's I think this is going to negatively impact guys like Nola and Wheeler and guys like that, like who I mean, Wheeler's already not great this season, unfortunately. But Yeah, not yet. Yeah, but I, I think he'll He'll be okay. But, but, I mean, with that defense behind him, maybe not yet right now. But, I mean, again, you know, it's just one of those, like, you're probably still rolling those guys out there because you kind of have to, but it is what it is. Um, next thing here, I just kind of saw this. I just kind of want to say it just to be funny. Padres are about to sign Robinson Cano. <laughs> yep. Why? Moving on. <laughs> next. I have no, no, no idea. Not even <laughs> – yeah. Uh, so finish off here with some injuries. We got Ronald Acuna <laughs> dealing with a groin injury. Uh, he is day to day. Apparently, you know, so he didn't play Wednesday. They didn't play. They didn't. The Braves did not play today. So uh, they will probably. You're thinking he could be eligible to play tomorrow. A couple Orioles day to day. Austin Hayes has a uh, a cut on his hand. Um, it's a pretty, they, they're apparently saying it's actually a really bad cut, like on his hand. So like enough to impact him where he could be out for quite some time. Um, hmm. you know, whether Again. or not that it's an IL stint, I know. Right. I mean, he, dude, he really turned things around. He's batting over 300 right now. He's, he's really, he's yeah. really heating up. Uh, then Mount Castle day to day with a wrist injury. Don't know how bad it is, but again, just something else to keep an eye on. Lucas Sims uh, dealing with a bulging disc in his back. He's on the IL. Uh, that sounds like it's going to be a while, guys. Um, those, <laughs> for personal experience, those aren't going to heal too quickly. No, um, <laughs> Jeremy Pena, day-to-day with a knee injury. He's unlikely to play Friday. So those of you playing over on NFBC that got Pena probably need to bench him this weekend. I know you, know, you can swap out your hitters Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So... He's one that I'm probably not taking a chance on because we just no idea if he's actually going to be able to give it a go. Uh, yeah. John Gray, day-to-day with a knee, expected to make it make his next start. And then uh, good news, Hyunjin Ryu on the IL currently with a forearm injury. On track to play st- Saturday. And then um, <laughs> this one, I like saw it and was like, wait, what, what, when did that happen? Uh, Chris yeah. Paddock, 60-day IL with elbow inflammation, like – 
I felt like that came out of nowhere. Um, nobody. I'm pretty sure it came out of your mouth because you were talking about how good he was, and then boom, pulled right? me. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I gave I gave the AJ voodoo man. Yeah. Uh, sorry, sorry, Chris. My bad. Must be rubbing off on you with uh, <laughs> some some soft, soft and hard combination here. Uh, <laughs> it's, been, it's been a good show. <laughs> Which is a paddock. Oh no! All right, man. Well, that's all we got for the show. Again, hit that subscribe button, the like button, give us those ratings. We appreciate it. And thank you for tuning in. Next week, we will be back with more fantasy baseball content. Peace, peace, guys. <laughs>